0: Test one, two, testing one. Test one, two. There we go. Test, test, one, two, one. Wow. This is Exploring Chiropractic. I'm Nathan Cashin, your host, and today I am walking between class and a nearby high school for my shift in the training room. School has gotten so busy in this 10th quarter that I just haven't found time to be able to record podcasts, especially scheduling with a guest. So I thought I'd just take the 15 minutes when I walk to school, walk between classes, and instead of listening to podcasts, I'll try now and then recording one. For this episode, I thought I'd just share some thoughts on chronicling your experience through chiropractic school. There's a lot of reasons to do this. I mean, many people like to journal, like to keep a history of their day-to-day lives. It's... Uh, helpful for posterity. It's fun just to look back on it in years to come. Um, I think it's really valuable, especially when you're going through something uh, as intense as a graduate program to look back and to see the progress that you've made over time. As I think back on my first palpation course and just trying to find the spinous process and count all the way down the spine. I've made a heck of a lot of progress. I don't, don't know if I can accurately count every spinous process on everybody yet, uh, but I definitely can find them with ease and uh, at least get within one uh, vertebral level. So those are just some reasons why you might want to chronicle your time through chiropractic school and of course you can share it with others. So there's many ways that we can keep track of our day-to-day lives. Of course, the, the analog journal, the diary entry is a very easy way. I used to do this uh, during high school, during my university years. Of course, it's very time-consuming. I would spend, at times, half an hour or more writing about the events of the day. So that's quite difficult. I shifted to a digital diary and so I would type out uh, the events of the day in a Word document or I think I was actually using Apple Works way back when. And then I would print it out and save it in a binder. Of course I can type a heck of a lot faster than I can write by hand but that's not the case for everybody. So digital is another great option, and with all the devices we have today, that can become very easy. In fact, the iOS and Apple universe have some great apps. Uh, One Day, O-N-E Day, is one great option, and it syncs your, your notes from each day as well as photos and maybe even videos that you can add to it. And syncs it across all the devices and gives you a little reminder at the end of the day. Another one that I've recently come across, which is very helpful if you run out of time, is called The 5-Minute Journal. Heard about this from Tim Ferriss's podcast. And it's a book that you can get on Amazon for about, oh, I think it's about $20, $25. I'll have a link in the show notes for the Amazon link. And uh, it's it's a really great way to journal, a great way to be mindful. So it starts out with five minutes in the morning of writing what you hope to accomplish during the day. Um, some positive affirmations if you're into that thing, and then at the end of the day, another five minutes writing down three amazing things that happened, as well as what you are grateful for. And you can add photos again. And that's always fun to look back and see what photos you were able to take of memorable events. So digital is a great way. And, then, and of course, you can share this with other people. Blogs are incredibly popular. Family blogs, personal blogs, um, anonymous blogs. Again, you're, you're getting back to a time commitment to write. And a friend of mine, Hands in Training, um, who you guys may follow. I share a lot of his stuff. Um, let's see, what is his name right now? Um, damn. Why do names escape me? mark. Brendan McCann. Brendan McCann is a chiropractic student at New York Chiropractic College who has a wonderful blog called Hands in Training, and he's done a great job of Oh, about every term, every trimester, uh, writing out some thoughts and sharing some tips for studying. Uh, of course, sharing his activities with SACA, the Student American Chiropractic Association. So, blogs are another great way. Uh, a lot of schools have student blogs, whether they're ongoing or intermittent. I tried it. I just could not keep up. I wrote a blog the first week of my first quarter. And I think then maybe the first week of my second quarter, and then I just gave up and decided to now and then just write things if I had thoughts, kind of like I'm doing with this podcast, not a regular thing, but just making use of the time and getting some thoughts out. Um, So the other idea that I've had, of course, with smartphones, with the incredible cameras that we have, we've got wonderful high-definition video with us wherever we go and a lot of my classmates take advantage of that record instruction especially for uh, for adjusting classes so to be able to see the adjustment done by someone with more experience uh, and gosh with the iPhone with some of the Samsung phones that have, the slow, the slow speed, um, slow motion, I should say. This, that is incredibly powerful when you're looking at adjustment videos to really be able to slow it down to critique your own technique. But you could do uh, video blogs. So, vlogs are very popular in other industries and in technology, especially gaming. I'm sure some of you guys play Minecraft and listen to. Some of the nine-year-old, video, nine years old, nine-year-olds who have videos about their uh, activities on Minecraft. That's another way to do it, and I have done a little bit of that myself. So, lastly, I want to talk about podcasts. Um, of course, this has been my goal all along: is to kind of, not necessarily chronicle, but share a glimpse. In time at some of the schools. But recently I was thinking how incredible it would be to actually have an ongoing podcast that takes you from quarter one all the way to through graduation. Podcasts are becoming so popular these days, and especially with the success of shows like Serial, and you might be following. Let's see. One of the original hosts of of one of the uh, was it Project Money podcast went on to create his own uh, podcast studio called Gimlet, and his podcast startup also was incredibly popular. And it was just a behind the scenes, a day to day look into building a new business. Building his podcast is very meta. Uh, this type of podcast, this very produced, very NPR, um, radio lab type podcast is really becoming popular. The problem is it takes a lot of work. And so to go through chiropractic school and try to produce a story of your week or of your month would be an incredible challenge. So it'd have to be a partnership. If anybody out there is interested willing enough to put themselves up for ridicule by telling all the particulars of your day-to-day successes and failures through chiropractic school, Uh, I would be incredibly interested in producing that and doing the editing. But wouldn't it be amazing to just get a feel for what it's like on the first day of school, the orientation possibly, um, what it's like studying for that first gross, me- gross anatomy midterm, uh, maybe talking about the experience in the cadaver lab, which most people have not had the experience of being in there for hours on end, dissecting human bodies, sharing that with the public, starting your palpation lab, your adjusting lab, what it was like for that first adjustment when you were with sweaty palms, grasping the neck of your classmate who probably didn't fully trust you, but you took the chance and, and went ahead and thrust to deliver that HVLA and got a cavitation. And you might have begun to feel that, wow, I can maybe I can actually do this. And then starting your clinic process and actually having your first patient and the nerves that go along with that, am I going to correctly diagnose them? Am I remembering all of the parts of locus mat? <laughs> oh, and wouldn't it be fun to get permission from a patient, maybe a classmate patient or maybe a standardized patient that might be in, to actually record part of your first history taking, um, fumbling with those orthopedic tests? Oh, I can just imagine... What fun it would be to share that. Now, I don't know of any other professions that have done this. Medical school? I, I haven't found um, a medical school podcast quite like this. Now, I listen to um, MDHQ, or the Medical School Headquarters podcast, which is similar to what I'm doing. Which It's geared towards the pre-med student. Walks them through the process of studying for the MCAT, of applying. Uh, talks about... Uh, talks about the selection day, and I'm forgetting the name for it, uh, for residencies. So when they are assigned to the residency they're going to. Uh, the medical school podcasts are interesting to get a different perspective on what it might be like, how it's different than chiropractic school. But I would love to see someone do that for chiropractic school and to walk through... The day-to-day life of a student. Well, those are a few of my thoughts on chronicling your experience through chiropractic school. What ideas do you have? Do you have any student blogs that you like to follow? Is Facebook enough or Instagram? Do you guys Snapchat? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Follow me on Facebook at Exploring Chiropractic, on Twitter, at Exploring Cairo. You may have seen I did a Periscope live feed during a study break. And uh, hopefully you're subscribed on iTunes or on Stitcher. If you are, please leave me some feedback. I'd love to hear what you think. Rate the podcast. That helps to share the podcast with more listeners. And thank you for listening. Thanks for uh, following me on this journey as I explore chiropractic. See you next time.